to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. That is the uh, cat as Chris scratches it. Uh, it's the only thing that brings him joy at the moment. Um, oh no, you you bring me joy, Sam. You that, bring me joy. You don't know. No, that's <laughs> terrible. Uh, episode 111. Yay! Welcome to it. This week for me... I think you're doing a lot of ums. You're going to have to edit some of those out, uh, Sam. Not at all. It's because I'm looking at two screens and trying to have conversations with people all at once. Uh, nothing like multitasking when we come to the podcast. So but Sam is currently uh, looking after the Secret Santa Twitter account. And just to make things more awkward for himself, he's just asked some questions of the Twitter sphere, and um, he's getting like 400 replies. So then he feels he has to reply to the replies. So You have yeah. to. You've got to keep on top of it. I know, but you could have said, oh, we'll do these questions after the podcast. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Um, so real briefly, for me this week, I went and checked out the Lego Christmas tree in Auckland and checked out the Sky Tower. My daughter hasn't so been how there before. So how big is this uh, Lego Christmas tree? It's on a stage, and it's probably three metres tall, at a guess. Three metres? That doesn't seem that big. No, I'm 1.8. And yeah, it was, yeah, it's with Lego. Okay. Still made out of thousands and thousands of pieces. Got the New Zealand... Uh, they must take it around wherever it's going and then just put in the odd... Because um, there was Kiwis and Pukikos, obviously, for New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Good, good stuff. So well worth good looking stuff. at. Is that a, like a free thing or did you have to pay to go? No, to no, it was an hour to a square and you just wander up. It was completely free. Cool. It was good. Um, and you strap yourself in, folks, because we're going to hear about Chris's amazing week. <laughs> it has been a week of ups and downs. What are the ups, Chris? What are the ups? Well, I don't know if it is an up. Uh, is, is, my, is my acting career at a new high or a new low? I was in Power Rangers. I forgot all about that. This is, <laughs> this is the best extra story Chris has ever told me. I oh, don't build it up. No, it is. It's I, amazing. I, <laughs> you better do it justice now. I know. That's what I'm saying. Don't b- build it up. So I, I'm like uh, Power Rangers. I don't know what Power Rangers is. I've never watched it. Have you ever watched it? Uh, way back in the day when I was a kid, maybe. Yeah, well, I wasn't around when I was a kid, obviously. So I, I've never watched it, but I, I got the idea that they're um, ninja-type Japanese things anyway. So I turn up Power Rangers. Oh, I've got to be a villain. I've got to be a hardened criminal-looking person. So wearing, um, I've got a cut-off denim jacket over um, a Bond-style woolly jersey and jeans and boots and unshaven. Um, and there's three other guys, and we are in a lineup. A you know police lineup, police lineup. Yep, they've got the lines behind us. It's really funny because they've shortened the poster with the lines behind us because um, I think I was six foot three. <laughs> that's right. Well, you, yeah, yeah, you want to you make know. you look bigger on and screen. So that's movie magic, right that's there. That's movie magic, right there. So um, we, because um, obviously it made me look fatter anyway. So there were four of us extras. Uh, there was uh, a rather large, portly dude. Um, who uh, Jareth, who I 
pretty sure I've seen a couple of times at Armageddon. Uh, there's a really short Aussie dude who's really a, a Westie now, and he was funny as anything, cracking pedophile jokes the whole time. It was hilarious. Um, and yes, because that is a funny subject. Well, it, it became a subject. We'll talk about that in a second. And then, um, and then there was Matt, who was sort of quite normal looking, really, and me. And then we had the two actors, and they were... Dressed like hillbillies with straw hats and neckerchiefs and um, check shirts. So we are in lineup, the six of us, um, to be identified. And the crime? What is the crime, you ask? The crime was stealing a cow. Sam's busy watching something yes, else. Yes, I've heard the story. I'm listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Your crime is stealing a cow, and you're in for the lineup for that. Yeah, so we've got an American cop who's. Uh, did do you recognize any of the criminals here? And then we have an actual cow <laughs> doing the, <laughs> doing oh, the actually, identification. Did they in the show do you think they'll ADR the mouth the cow talking? I don't think so. Or just um, just look and they're like that. I don't it. know. I don't know, because um they're gonna add the moo later. Um, but the cow was trained. Um, they, the trainer had a what he called a, or she called a watch stick, um, and it was like a stick with a ball on the end. But it was not a ball; it was an oblong thing. <laughs> and and she'd hold it behind her back, and then she'd stick it out. And as long as the cow looked at it, she'd click the clicker and give the cow some food. So the cow would look where she wanted. Yeah, all to about look. the clickers with animals, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was so funny though because the cow had to. The cow went in before we did to do a, a set like facing towards away from the the criminals basically, yeah. and so they did that shot and we weren't in there. And then they walked the cow out, but it's like the cow's coming out, the cow's coming out, like Secret Service, right? Um, everybody freeze, nobody move, nobody move. Cow's coming out because we don't want to spook the cow going through this building. If anyone's going to spook a cow, it's going to be Chris. Ah, oh, no, I was fine. I'm sitting there just watching the cow come towards me, and the funniest thing, the cow obviously lifted its tail um, facing towards me, so I didn't see that. But but what cracked me up was this woman going, I can stop it! <laughs> forward for a tap with a towel. I don't know what to she's expecting catch to do there. the crap. There was no catching that crap. It was a Niagara Falls worth of crap all over the floor. They put down old carpets for it to walk on, but this splattered way beyond the carpets. So she had a bit of a job to do cleaning that up. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, when I first got there, they said, "Oh, we thought you had less facial hair on your um, on your agency photo." And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I had a goatee on that, but whatever, or, you know, sort of beardy thing on that. She goes, do you mind shaving? I'm like, man, whatever. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. give a crap. Yeah. She goes, I'm thinking a, a sort of a dodgy, dodgy looking moustache. I'm like, yeah, go for it, because that'll be a story. That'll be an Instagram. That'll be awesome. Um, and um, the others said no, and she went to bat for me and said, I will think he should do the <laughs> Freddie Mercury moustache. And they were like, that's getting too close to pedophilia in a kid's program. So well, it didn't yeah, happen. Didn't happen. Right. But yeah, that was pretty much my uh, Power Rangers thing. I am convicted or accused of stealing a cow, but the cow 
pointed out the other guy is not me, so I'm sweet. Oh, you're fine then. Yeah. Add that uh, into your CV. Oh, it is. Animal Wrangler. Uh, <laughs> I know. I didn't, I didn't Dairy Farmer. <laughs> there you go. So there's a wide possibility of solutions there. So, yeah, that was the fun part of my week. Um, what else have we got to talk about? I thought we were going to talk about the bad part of your week. Oh, far out. That's great. So that was the fun part of my week, which was uh, Sunday. Monday was a cool day, um, you know, didn't do a hell of a lot. And then went to the gym, went to TEDx Rakura meeting, felt fine. Went to bed, eventually woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning to go to Lou, as you do. Had a bit of trouble going to Lou, went back to bed. <laughs> Went up, got up again because I felt I had to go to Lou, but I, there was nothing to go to Lou for. Then the pain started, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to wake anyone up. <laughs> so what I'll do... So what I'll do is I'll walk to A&E because this is starting to get quite painful. Now, A&E, to be fair, it's a five-minute walk from here. Ten minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, ten minutes, let's say. Ten-minute walk. So it's not, like, ridiculous. Um, but I didn't realize how painful this was getting. I got to the corner <laughs> up the top, um, the corner of Angle, uh, Anzac Parade and um, Tisdale Street or Victoria Street, and um, I was like, I think maybe I'll just call the ambulance now and get them to pick me up. And I'm like, no, I can make it, I can make it. And then I got to the police station. Well, I'll just ask them to call the ambulance and give me a lift. And the door was closed. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty... So this, at this point, you're like, damn it, I should have woken someone up. No, I didn't think that at all. Oh. I mean, I was still... I don't know. I'm a me- an idiot like that. Because the street sweeper... Oh, this cop was going into the cop station. And I stood up straight and uh, acted as if nothing was wrong until she got out of sight. And then I was like... Argh. And then there's a street sweeper driving past, and I'm like, I'll just act as if I'm fine because I don't want to answer any questions and shit. Um, and so they went past, and I staggered on. I get into uh, A&E. I couldn't talk. I was in too much pain to talk. I'm lying across the counter like, ah. Um, and I just handed them my um, my driver's license because I couldn't spell my name and stuff and let out brief yeses and nos. And then I started vomiting. Uh, nothing to vomit, but just doing that. Good times, good and times. Yeah, five five units of morphine, no effect. I'm just writhing and screaming on a bed. It was fun. Um, and then uh, they finally injected me in the ass with some Voltaren, which was awesome. Yep. And uh, that relaxed me, and I actually dozed off there at, in the <laughs> A&E. Um, but, uh, yeah, turns I had to have a CT scan later that day. Went to the doctors yesterday, and it turns out I have a three millimeter baby kidney stone. And the doctor sounds really. She's like, "I'm sorry, I've just talked to them. There's there's nothing they're going to do. There's no operative procedure. There's no ultrasound. It's too small." <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, uh, "No, that's good news. That's good news. I'm much happier that it's three millimeters and not over the five millimeters that warrants that sort of action." Oh, okay. Is it five millimeters? Well, the... yeah. Um, Haley had a five millimeter one, and they ultrasounded that, and she said it was like giving birth. So, fun times to come because this is going to come out in three to four weeks, and there's only one route it's going to come out, and 
that route isn't built for it as far as I'm aware. He says that <laughs> now, but uh, apparently it's the closest thing a man can come to giving birth, uh, experiencing I, that. I tell you what, though, the pain I had um, the other night was, or that morning, whatever, was uh, unlike anything other than my appendix rupturing. Yeah. Um, and that was just out of my mind pain. And this was as close to that as possible. I just I couldn't believe it. And and I've had no pain since, um, which is bizarre. But apparently when it shifts, I'll feel it. Oh. And there's no... I was, I was like, well, I'm going to go and do some work and it's quite physical work. Will that matter? No. Okay. You look, can't control it. When it shifts, it shifts and you'll feel it. <laughs> I look forward to when that's happening. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. you're in a place with lots of people. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grab a camera quick. Chris is going freaky. Um <laughs> That's right, <laughs> but I've got I've got pain meds now, so that'll help. Anyway, moving on. Those are the, those are the highs and lows of my week. Cool. You said that you were at the TEDx Rakura meeting earlier. Yeah, yeah. So we've still got a few spots to fill. We're looking for somebody who will uh, can help us out with partnerships. So ideally, somebody in the sales sort of role, maybe um, who can handle um, yeah finding sponsors and. Managing sponsors and that sort of thing. Um, we're also looking for a uh, communications manager. So don't want any of this amateur hour stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can avoid amateur hour type things. Um, yeah, we, somebody who's into the PR side of things, um, maybe social media. Somebody who who does that. Particularly, we what we're lacking or what we lacked last year is is strategy around um, that. Yes. Communications piece. But um, yeah. So if anybody is interested in helping out, it's great because you get to meet some amazing people. We work with amazing people. And of course, we all get to meet some amazing people in the form of the speakers. We get along. Lots of amazement going on. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's really cool. It's it's a cool uh, community to be involved with. So that's my little pitch there for anybody to help out with TEDx Rukura. And what else have I got here? I've got a couple of things that I came across, which are pretty cool. If you want me to keep Yeah, talking. carry on. What, what's what's happening? Drone control tech. Have yep. you seen that? Yep. You saw the video. Yeah. So, Been um, to their website. Checked y- it all out. Yeah. So you probably know more than me because that's how bit. you roll. <laughs> but, I always uh, like hearing your point of view on these things. Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it fascinates me. So there's a lot of companies uh, spending a bit of money creating these uh, remote controlled jamming devices effectively that yeah. they point at a drone so that it can't or, be controlled by you anybody an else eagle. and it can drop it down to the ground and they seize the drone. Yes. Now, why is this? Because they don't want, you know, things like the the North Dakota pipeline where the drone's going over and filming them doing all the nasty crap. Yeah. Um, or whatever. Corporate espionage. Corporate espionage, all those sorts of things. Um, or even, I, I dare say, um, there must be a lot of stalking of... Stars in Beverly Hills, um, sitting in the backyard, um, nude sunbathing or whatever. I can imagine that's being a, a, an issue. But yeah, I haven't seen any of those videos yet. So you know, if you find them, just send them through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible! Sunbathing. Um, so anyway, but yeah. So what do you reckon about that? Because the thing that was interesting about that was the FCC out has outlawed these drone control devices. Because if you get one of these, if these become commercially available and you aim one at a helicopter, what's going to happen? 
Ah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. There's people in a helicopter. Yeah, okay. So you fly an aircraft and they go, turn off your cell phones and stuff because they can interfere with it. A jamming device aimed at the flying vehicle is not an issue? Nah, I don't think so. It's getting carried away. <laughs> well, it's, ja- it's jamming the radio frequency from the transmitter. So, well, it's it's aiming at that thing, so it's jamming its systems. It's not jamming the transmitter because the transmitter they don't know where that is. No, no, but it's taking that over. Yeah, so it's jamming signals on the device. So those signals could include the radar signals that it's using, if it's using a radar signal. So you know how your your car has a radar that beeps when you're reversing up, and you know so you don't hit something. Yeah, yeah. Well, if Choppers and aircraft have, you know, somewhat similar um, systems to like a Hyundai, which you'd sort of hope they would have decent ones, uh, that says how close the ground is and stuff. It's going to jam that. No, nah, I don't think it will. I think they're getting carried away. Um, people were freaking out in the comments, and but the, that, that video that you, um, the drone control tech, it's like a $20,000 tool, and they don't sell them publicly. You have to be... Yeah, it's, it's only for the federal, federal people so. at the moment. But yeah, I, I, I just think it's interesting, and I think there's some danger there, and there's huge potential for some sort of movie plot thing going on with that, but anyway... People people are still dropping off Secret Santa gifts at the International Mail Centre in Auckland, like right now, as they get off a plane. That's how uh, tight they are. What's the what's the time frame? Oh, it's they're getting sent out today. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. No rush. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, so they, we should mention that. So, yeah, as we said before, uh, Sam's looking after the Secret Santa um, Twitter account for today while AJ and what's the other person? Libby. Libby are um, actually hands or knees deep in um, Yeah, They've been, they've been going since 5 o'clock this morning. There's about four of them uh, sorting it all out. They've been flown up from Wellington. Yeah, so um, kudos to them. Um, but yeah, we will get ours after this, uh, probably tomorrow, I imagine. Tomorrow, we are going to film it. Yep. Uh, and and it'll be in the following podcast. Yes, as audio. Are we going to do a live film and do that, or are you just going to... No, I'm going to do it on the camera so I can edit it. Yep. Because okay. live gets a bit too silly sometimes. Yep. And he's got a new lens in his camera and want to play with that. Plus, well, no, just to... Something happens, or like when you blow up. <laughs> so we're going to work out when to do that. Um, I'm trying to work out when I can put that in. Actually, yeah, it's mission impossible. Yeah, well, it is when we both work shifts. But uh, if you're listening to this and you are our secret Santa, don't worry. We will message about it. We will uh, have a video coming out at some point. Check us out on the Facebook page. Yes, because we will be doing both our each individual personal ones and the Chris and Sam podcast one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Cool. Okay, and moving on. Um, what's this? what's with potatoes? Oh, this dude's just finished a year-long potato diet. Feels the best in the world ever. He started off uh, Kiwi Guy, I think, and he uh, said, I'm going to eat potatoes for a whole year and nothing else. And uh, everyone thought he was a joke, and he's done it for a whole year. And he's dropped 50 kilos. Everything's perfect. His blood pressure's down. And he's not depressed. And he thinks it's the potatoes. 
Um, I'm thinking it's probably not all the other crap food that you're eating. Yeah, the lack of crap yeah. food as opposed to the, Just the, the potatoes. addition of potatoes. So Because it cracked me up. You said, this is the little thing that's written here. Andrew Taylor eats nothing but potatoes for a year to cure his food addiction. Well, now he's addicted to potatoes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so he has to take potatoes with him everywhere he goes, and he has to ring up restaurants. And he went to L.A., and he, re- and he was real happy because across the road was a um, baked potato stand. So he went there and brought like a million potatoes every day. And he even managed to get the hotel to put a microwave in his little room so he could microwave potatoes. So anyway, uh, good on him. Uh, be interesting to see what he's going to do now. With the years now, on. would potatoes include Kumara? They're in that photo, eh? Well, that's what it looks like to me. So, yeah. I don't, I don't so know. I don't any know. tuber, really. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, it's that's yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, it's a story. Let's just save that. Yeah. Uh, this other story: a guy stole six million dollars from his employer, and then, <laughs> uh, as you do, this is an American. Uh, he purchased luxury cars, golf club membership, season tickets to the Forty ers and Sacramento Kings. Blah blah blah. And then he spent one point three four million dollars on the mobile app game game of war as you do holy crap so no no that's okay don't worry about that um oh that's what that photo is that chick from the ad yeah um you've got to keep putting money into the game to make it fun um where's this fact there's a fact 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 um and they said the spending uh he's not the first person to become entangled in the game you know how much that game makes? Daily revenue? $961,000. A day. Daily. Holy so that's God. why they can have um, What's-Her-Face promote it and Arnold Schwarzenegger promote it and all those people promote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can afford the advertising budget on that. You can. You can. Holy crap. That's amazing. Um, we had a bit of a, a Chris, an early Chris too, um, courtesy of... Um, Westpac Hot Points. Uh, <laughs> I uh, got a, a notification. Oh, yeah, Hot Points are expiring. So I looked at what I could buy with them, and it was like, uh, I might get another uh, flashlight or something. It was really dumb. And then I realized you can, I could get $150 worth of vouchers for Mighty Ape. I've never used Mighty Ape. I'm going to be using Mighty Ape again. So shout out to Mighty Ape. Um, but yeah, I ended up getting some uh, magnesium pills that I need for my aging body. Stop being old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got uh, Doom and with Doom, which is now set up on um, Steam. I haven't even played it yet. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you played it yet. Uh, I, I suppose with, work with got With Doom, I got a UAC t-shirt and a BFG um, keyring. People who oh, I haven't seen the keyring. Doom will know what those things are. Um, and oh, I'm more impressed with the T-shirt, man. That's awesome. And then I got a uh, gaming mouse, which is awesome because I played it with Rocket League. Yeah. And holy crap. It looks a bit weird because half of it's missing. Yeah, it's, it's so light though. You just like... don't even feel it. It's brilliant. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and even Sam got something. I know. Have you very, used it? Very Well, I'm setting it up. <laughs> Long story. But uh, no, it's a handheld Bluetooth gaming pad that your phone sits on. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Very well, yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be keen to see how that goes. Because I, I thought about, oh, I should, maybe I should get one of those for me. And I'm like, I'd never use it. Who would use that? Sam would use it. <laughs> In his office job. That's just right. Just doing nothing. That's so. right. So, uh, you know, i got to fill in the time somehow. Yeah, yeah. But I have been, uh, I learned how all about Airtable, which is a app oh, yeah. slash website slash, actually, how do they describe themselves? Do you know? I think it's a smart sheet type thing, isn't it? Um, it's a database. Database. They call it a database. Yeah, they talk about database, but don't let that put you off. It's very... Um, Intuitive, it's, almost. If you If you know spreadsheets, it's pretty simple to use. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm using it uh, to plan a whole bunch of stuff for next year. I'm trying to be a bit more productive. And um, yeah, so we we used it for. I came across it because we used it for Flame. Yes, uh, uh, Sunshine. Sorry, it used to be called Wandering Flame. It's now been renamed Sunshine, which is now entered into Tropfest. And I should tell you, it's been shortlisted. If you didn't know, yes, I saw that. Um, it was very cool. cool. Um, but yeah, so we used it for organising that. The beauty of Airtable, one of them, and I'll let you carry on, but one of the beauties, I think, is that it's got so many um, templates to begin with. Yeah, you definitely, I had to go through the, um, temp, look at the template and then the tutorial, because when I first looked at the template, I was like, okay, I see there's stuff there for me to look at, but I couldn't work out what the How benefit was to me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, but it's sort of like a fancy spreadsheet that you build and each cell can be a different thing. It could be a checklist, a date field or whatever and you tell it that uh, and then they can all link together. You can share it with other people. You can create forms. Um, yeah, very cool actually. Yeah, so when one thing changes in one place, it changes everywhere else. Yeah, um, it's very quick on the um, It's very, very quick on the phone to the web. Yeah, yeah. You type something on your phone and it's starting to do it on the screen. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's a lot easier to set up on the PC. Yes. Um, but you can use it on the fly on the phone. Um, you know, and see what you need to see and and update things as you need to update them, which was perfect for filming. So um, doing filming was one of their uh, templates, actually. Very good. So uh, make sure to check that out, and that almost brings us to a close, Chris. Do you want me to talk about my income? Your what? UBI. Yeah. Universal Basic Income. Yeah, go. So for, Universal for, Basic Income is something that we're going to struggle with, I think, in the very near future. So you know what Universal Basic Income is? Uh, it's the baseline of income that everyone needs to live, basically. It's it? sort of, but that's what the government will pay you. So we're going to get to a point where 45% of us are unemployed because of technology. Uh civilization as it's currently working will break down um, so that's not going to work so what they are saying is that you'll have a universal basic income the government will pay every person uh, every citizen a standard amount say I don't know 15000 a year everybody gets it regardless of whatever and um, then um, you know obviously you get work and you add get more on top of that but yeah. it's so it, it it's to minimize you know disruption sickness all that sort of thing and uh yeah uh, i think the americans are going to have a real problem putting this into place and they're the probably ones that need it more than anyone but they're the ones that will resist it more than anyone it's already been uh done in finland um in a, in a small test and in Switzerland, I think. Um, but 
one city in Canada's had it for quite a while now, and they called it Mincum. Minimum oh, income, income. And uh, so any, it was for every, one, one, city, one so town. So everyone there gets it. Everyone in this 10,000 population town got whatever it is. Yeah. And they found all good results. So the reason I mentioned it, the reason it came up is I got an email from Peter Diamandis, um, who does the X Prize, X Foundation, um, and is involved in interplanetary mining and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he sent out an email about it, and then at the same, like the next day or the same day, Elon Musk was talking about it as well. Um, Elon Musk from Tesla and a whole bunch of other things. So smart people are talking about it. Um, they happen to be Americans. America won't take it on. Do you think we'd ever get there with that here? No. I think we've got a better shot of doing it than the Americans. We, Yeah, okay. We have a better shot of it happening here than in America, but it won't happen. Yeah, why not? I think there will be too, may, too much backlash from big business and people like that. Yeah, people who've got money. Yeah, people who've got money. So it's the, it's the people that don't have money will want it, and then the people that do have money won't want it because of, I don't know, tax implications, government, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be I, good I, for a comp. I mean, it isn't. It's because the, the reason I wanted to bring it up just is, put, is an evolution. Let's just put point. things into perspective, though. Our prime minister wanted a new flag and spent one twenty three million or whatever on that twenty six million, and that didn't happen. So imagine something that actually helps people. Yeah, it'll cost more than twenty six million. Oh no, totally. But you know, yeah. that's probably why he left because he was upset about his flag. I don't know. I thought the flag thing was a good idea. We have discussed this in the past. It's an okay idea. I just don't think the importance of it was as great as what they made out it to be. Yeah, and $26 million is not a lot of money. $26 million for poor families living in tents is a shitload of money. Yeah, yeah, individually, but it's not actually going to help them, $26 million. It could do. Well, they'd spend $26 million on a commission of people looking at the people in tents to write a report on them. No, no. They've just brought a. Uh, I can't remember what part of the country. They've just uh, the council's just brought a huge caravan park. <laughs> yeah, just for the land, so they can put homeless people. They're living in their cars, because if you talk to the people in Auckland, they are, there's thousands and thousands of people living in a car. Really? Because okay. of the housing crisis. Because they have to stay in Auckland because of the job. But if they move down to like, I don't know Napier, they'd probably be fine. Yeah, but yeah. I guess there's no jobs down there. Yeah, actually, it's interesting. Judy um, at work at Gilmore's, she was at Gilmore's in Gisborne when Gilmore's was in Gisborne, and then it shut down, and yeah. she moved to Hamilton to yeah. keep a job at Gilmore's because she goes, I don't think I'll get another job in Gisborne. That's what people do. Yeah, and Crazy. that was 10, 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> She's still here. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, um, anyway. That wraps us up. I have uh, 78... Uh, notifications to look at on my phone. Um, <laughs> and that's just from the last 10 minutes. Yes, well, I will keep you uh, apprised blow by blow of my uh, kidney stone and its movements. <laughs> uh, can you come... Uh, we'll just throw this out to the number one fan, Jeremy Halson. Uh, what should we call this? Kidney gate or um, something else? Let us know and we'll use it as a hashtag and we'll mention it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need to. Don't need we to. We do. do Make sure to check us out in all the usual places Twitter, Facebook, and the website, thechristmasandpodcast.com, which has links to everything. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you know anybody else you think would uh, enjoy listening to our ramblings, uh, pass. 
pass the details along to them and get them involved and start the conversation. Yep, that'll be great. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.